Hey, 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 welcome back to Girls Chat Sports. <laughs> Stop laughing at me. Um, you're here with Mo and Mel. Uh, <clears throat> as you can tell, my throat and I'm a little raspy today. I've um, caught somewhat of a little cold the last couple of days. Don't worry, though. I got a COVID test. I am negative. So it's literally just me and um, this cold. I haven't had a cold in probably... I'd say at least three years because I went to get medicine on medicine cabinet and they were all expired from like 2020. So yeah. <clears throat> it's been a while. Um, I don't know if it was the two uh, Vegas Gold Night hockey games Thursday and Saturday that kind of took me to my Possibly. bed on that point. Possibly. Uh, who knows at this point? So um, I can say is thankful that I, you know, it, everybody, when you're getting sick, still please go get tested. I know it's hard right now to find testing places and to get tested, but still do it just for your own sanity to just feel better about the situation. I feel way better knowing that, you know, at least. And if you're out with not... your cold, wear your mask still. Still wear oh, your mask. Oh, definitely. Because I don't want a cold. Yeah. I definitely don't want that. And I'm I'm still wearing my mask anyway, period. Like, right. that's it. It's terrible. Anyways, <laughs> welcome back to the Jesus. show. Um, we're excited. We've got a couple of great guests coming on in just a second. I did want to mention, too, because you mentioned, about, like, you know, you need to have a throat lozenge or, or cough syrup. I went to the store on Monday when I started getting that little tickle and started feeling something in my throat. Mm -hmm. There's like no medicine on the shelves. If you go to like the pharmacy, Insane. CVS, Walgreens, the grocery store, they're empty. It's like it looks like when toilet paper and water were going out of style. Like totally it's like insane. pandemic. It's wow. insane. Like everybody's gone. So if you have any issues right now, go find some stock up because the shelves are empty. And Trader Joe's might have know. something like a herbal yeah, maybe. different variation, maybe. <laughs> But no but CVS I will and say, Walgreens, everything's out, even at the CVS and Walgreens? I mean, there was like a couple things here, a couple, but nothing that you could choose from. Like, I literally am taking children's tritomedic and whatever because oh, the, all the adult Robitussin is gone. And, <clears throat> um, but I will say shout out to my girlfriend who hit me to the medicine ball at Starbucks. Oh, I yeah. Those are great. For this. I had great. no idea how great these things were. Yeah, so. they are. They work wonders. I will be living off these for the next couple of days. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> I know. Man. Um, for all those that are tuning in, please uh, like, subscribe to our YouTube. If you're watching on Facebook, give it a share. Let people join in. We've got a couple of great guests. If you're welcome to, we're not going to get to all the comments, but if you have any questions specifically to our guests, please put it in the chat and we'll make sure that we ask the guests that so we can get answers for you as well. But without further ado, let's welcome in our guests. I appreciate you guys for joining us. Isaac and Allie. Nata. Am I saying it right? Nata? Yeah, Nata. 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 Very <laughs> we cool. got that a lot. It was like the naughty Nata or like <laughs> 10 million plays on it, but yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Hi, Hi thank you. <clears throat> we already got some go dogs in here, so we appreciate those for chiming in. Um <laughs> First of all, you guys co-founded an agency, the Athlo Agency. So I wanted you to kind of discuss a little bit about NIL's period, since the company is based around NIL. Um, kind of tell our our listeners, because some of us are still trying to understand NIL and to see how they really changed from just a year ago till today, and what your your company is about. Yeah. So I, I'll just jump in. Um, NIL sports is not my background. Isaac is is the cooler younger brother. Um, I'm just the chick that owns a creative agency and ultimately had um, a course already that aligned uh, businesses to businesses and, and business to consumer, right, um, in their purpose. And ultimately saw this incredible opportunity 
um, with NIL, uh, you know, and athletes, college athletes specifically capitalizing on their name, image and likeness. So um, for those of you that don't know, that is what NIL is. And I, I don't want to pretend like I'm the expert over here again in, the, in college sports because that's Isaac all the way. But um, yeah, I mean, ultimately, we'll, we'll jump in a little more on, um, you know, our belief and in, in who we are. But I would love Isaac to actually just give a, like a prelude to um, just the, the shifts and the changes with NIL because he can just so much better um, speak to that than I can. So, And for those that don't know what NIL stands for, it stands for the, the national image likeness, all of that kind of thing yeah. for the yeah. athletes. It's branding on that. So yep. yeah. just wanted to throw that out there in case yeah. people were like, what's NIL? What are they talking about? <laughs> NFTs, yeah. NIL, what is all this like stuff? Like NFTs, you know? you know, like the yeah, whole Yeah, like what is right. it? Name, <laughs> image, and likeness, you guys. Name, image, and likeness. So that's what they're speaking of when they're talking NILs, okay? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So NIL is pretty new, started last year. And like we said, it's where college athletes can now, you know, profit off of their name, image and likeness, um, you know, which is huge because when I was coming through recruiting, you know, we didn't have that. We didn't have the opportunity to, you know, make money like these kids do now, um, you know, but with that, there's also a whole new set of dangers. Um, the second these kids step on the campus, they're a business officially. Um, they have the ability to make money and there's companies and brands that want to work with these kids now because, you know, we kind of believe that athletes are the OG influencer. You know, they have, Absolutely. Athletes have you know, a ton of power when it comes to marketing and, and people wanting to work with athletes, not only because of the fact that their skill sets, you know, are special from the standpoint that not everybody can do it, um, but also what athletes bring to the table. Um, just, you know, being able to work with team, you know, with a team mindset, um, you know, being able to thrive under pressure, um, you know, just all the all the things that, you know, athletes bring to the table, um, you know, kind of where we got excited about this opportunity was, like Ali said, originally, she has a creative um, company that she started and um, she already had a course that, you know, I'll let her get more into that because she's, you know, obviously better at explaining that. But you know, where we got excited about this was we see an opportunity with young athletes that they're stepping into a whole new world, a, a world that's new for everybody really around this NIL space. And it's going to be blanketed coming here soon. The NCAA is going to uh, pretty much standardize it for, you know, the whole country, because right now it's different based off of each state, um, you know, as far as what schools can do and what the athletes can do within these deals. But the thing is, is going through the recruiting process, being a college player, playing at Georgia, making it all the way to the NFL, getting hurt, being put on IR this year. I've had a lot of opportunity to get healthy, you know, continue to work out, but also, you know, kind of discover some other things, you know, in the business world. And what and I want to do really is I want to help, you know, athletes. I want to help get back to athletes and, and young yeah. athletes. And a way to do that is by, taking my experience that I've learned up until this point and helping them realize that, Hey, there's a big opportunity here for you, a small window of opportunity. And while you're in this college space, let's, let's build your brand to the best of your ability, create a legacy for you. That's lasting longer than just your college years, something that is sustainable, excuse me. And uh, we're just really excited about that. So that's kind of just a little premise into, into what we got going on. 
Yeah. And I was like, just gonna, I was jumping in there as like a big sister. <laughs> and I'm like, and you're worth outside of just being an athlete. Right. We believe that like, that is something that we believe. Right. And I think that's really the core of our agency. Um, you know, we are not offering necessarily branding services one-on-one, but rather a product um, that, you know, uh, is ultimately built off of this formula as the creative agency that I've had for five plus years that we've rolled out um, through B2C and B2B um, and have really compelling, you know, case studies around um, truly tapping into purpose and then ultimately being able to maximize um, your unique, you know, uh, passions and monetize them, you know, um, and, and really see fulfillment and abundance from, from that place, from that place of being aligned in purpose. So, um, you know, really that's where this product was built from. And to Isaac's point, like, we believe that athletes are OG influencers and we believe this next generation is going to, you know, really support us when, um, you know, we're, we're old and wrinkly and, we we need them to be leaders and and really there's this opportunity in that nil that's so much more than just a paycheck right like it's it's truly like raising awareness around movements that are have are long <clears throat> right it's um aligning yourself with the right brands with the right um you know uh people organizations communities to really um you know elevate those with the voice that you have as a college athlete right um, and so that is, we really are just ab- advocates of the college athlete is really what we are. We are the facilitators of aligning them in purpose um, so that they can truly see um, sustainability both, you know, uh, in and, you know, out of their sport. Um, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, too many times there's, you know, I've seen it where an athlete gets to that point in their career where they're, they go, okay, I'm not going to go pro. And I've spent my whole career trying to go pro and I'm not going to make it. And I don't even know what, what I'm doing in this major. I don't know what I like outside of this sport. I mean, it happens to professional players all the time as well. So what we kind of want to do is just provide a little bit of direction to where it's like, Hey, everything's going to be fine. If you do go pro, you're going to have a strong personal brand. If you don't, we're going to have to teach yourself or we're going to help teach you how to sell yourself um authentically and and help you know position your brand based off of what ultimately fulfills you the most and so it's just a super important piece in this space that's not that's not really there so we're excited about it well and for especially for these athletes i mean we we've always we've always heard that we've heard the numbers where x amount of kids that are playing football in high school make it into college or d1 play X amount of players in D1 will make it onto the NFL and be able to sustain a career in the NFL for more than three to four years. It's like a minuscule number. And to be able to get this thing started with kids that are in just entering college and to be able to give them that back, the backbone they can have to build a brand outside of football or outside of athletics per se, to use that in their career and make something else out of it, I think is extremely you know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's just amazing. Cause I think we've all seen it, especially I know here in Las Vegas and other, other professional areas where these rookies are coming out and they don't really have much of a understanding of money and, and branding and what's going on with their lives. And they're making wrong choices and bad choices in their career moves. And we're seeing, you know, careers end just like that. And it's unfortunate. And so hopefully these kind of things will be help, helpful, especially because, you know, it can go both ways. NIL can be a positive thing, but it could also maybe be the thing that turns you, your career downwards, too, if you don't take the right path. So yeah, I think 
<clears throat> excuse me, I think that was one thing that I wanted to talk about because I noticed a lot in your guys's um, discussion of the uh, uh, of your company is about the purpose. It's not just about the branding. Yeah. And so being able to try and um, help these young athletes in finding the purpose within the branding, how why is that so important for you guys? Yeah, I mean, we believe that your brand is a product of your purpose. We believe your social media is a product of your purpose, right? Um, it's it, when you, so really we believe that your purpose is, you know, ultimately the, the space that exists between what, you know, which is pretty much your upbringing. It's like your breakthroughs, it's your hardships. It's like the trial and error. It's like the things that you believed about yourself that were told to you by coaches, parents, friends, et cetera. Right. The, what you do. Um, so the school you choose or the program you choose or the career you choose or, um, you know, any of that, what you do, right? Even your habits and patterns and how you want to serve the world and the space between where all three of those those areas intersect, that's purpose. And so when you're not aligned in that, you're constantly going to be scraping for the next best thing. You're constantly going to be scraping for another paycheck. You're constantly going to be searching for what that purpose is and someone else's and then try to replicate it in this like extreme scrolling culture. Right. Um, and so, you know, purpose is where it starts. And as an agency, like people will come to us, you know, as a creative agency, people will come to us and say, make our social media look pretty or build us a website. And we say, yeah. And if we don't assess every area of the brand, if we don't actually check the heartbeat of the brand, that beautiful website, that brand new shiny Instagram, it's not going to perform the same way. You're going to come back six months or a year later and be like, I'm looking for the next best thing. And the reason is, is because we didn't root it in purpose, right? So we believe that you have to start there. We believe not very many people are having this conversation in the athlete space in general, um, you know, Isaac sent a really great tweet earlier. Um, and one of the conversations really from, from a former athlete really, um, was truly, you know, you're taught to be an athlete and that's it. You know, you don't practice. What am I going to do outside of that? Like, of course, academia is very important as an athlete. Like you can't keep your scholarship or you can't be, you know, on active roster if you're not performing as a, as a, um, a, a college student. However, like you're not being prepped and groomed to become an executive or CEO. You're being prepped and groomed to become a professional athlete, right. And perform on the field. So if you're not practicing other things outside of that, or if you're only in tune with your purpose as an athlete, um, when that goes away, and that could be tomorrow after you step on the field and someone hits you the wrong way. You know what I mean? Like it could be you doing a backflip and, and, and God forbid something happens. You know, it's like it could be anything at any moment. It's not promised to you. But your purpose, you can like, you can bet on your purpose. You know, your purpose is consistent because it's just literally who you are. So, yeah, purpose is everything. It's where it starts. It starts and ends is what we believe. Oh. Yeah. No, that's great. Yeah. And, and and also too, just like when I think about, you know, just the opportunity that these kids have, like you don't have to be there. You get to be there. It's a it's a privilege, you know, and it takes sacrifice, it takes hard work. And and having a strong brand um is part of that. You know, painting yourself in a good light, you know, within the media, within what you want to put out on your social media with, you know, perception is everything in this business because you always have a spotlight on you. You always have a microphone in your face. 
And any little mistake you make, it's it's on national television or it's on, you know, everybody sees it. And so just having, you know, giving some young kids, eight, 17, 18 year old kids coming into college, some some information from somebody who's been there and done that, um, I think is a great place to start just as to say, hey, you know, this is this is real life. You're a business now and it can be taken away like that. Um, so let's make sure that we take, make the most of this opportunity. And that's really, you know, the only, that's really our main mission in this whole thing is it's a product. We've created a product that truly serves the athlete with no unbiased opinions. And we want to just help them figure, find, help them find out who they are themselves and build their brand around that. So it's really cool stuff. Now, is this majority for collegiate athletes or is this could this also be for like high school seniors or people that are kind of getting into college athletes or know that they're going to be playing at some point in a, in a, in a division one school or something like that to get started? I mean, or I those that ended their career already in football, so professional yeah, sports. Totally. I think yeah. the goal is to have the conversation and change the narrative and change the script. And I think by us really influencing the college athlete during this time where they're able to capitalize on their name image likeness is naturally going to bleed into high school, elementary. And that's the goal, right? Um, now, if someone from Pop Warner comes to us and says, hey, talk talk to seven to 10 year olds, like, of course, we're going to do it because we believe they're our future. Like they equally, you know, have, um, you know, rights to this, you know, conversation and like, uh, they're being shaped very much during that time, you know, through elementary and, and high school. So we still believe like, of course, we want to be a part of that conversation now. However, the product is very specifically catered to the college athletes specifically during this time. Um, but the conversation isn't going to stop there, you know, and, and this is like the pilot product, ultimately the course brand on purpose, which is just your e-learning masterclass, right. Style. And I'm the facilitator workshopping with Isaac, which is going to be really fun because you can't tell on camera, but like, I'm like this, you know, so I'll be like, hey, <laughs> like <laughs> you know, um, so it, but, um, ultimately like yeah, we're just the facilitators of it for college athletes. And then the conversation will will continue, you know, and hopefully trickle over into both retired professional athletes and, again, the, the younger age demographic. Yeah, and I only mentioned, even we're mentioning the younger kids, just because the parents are already setting up Instagram accounts for the kids, <laughs> trying to get them branded and promote them early at early sure. age. So yeah. why yeah. not, you know, branch that yeah. like you, you said you're doing? Like a whole other, you know, important aspect is recruiting. Like, you know, parents have kids that are that are going through the recruiting process and they have no clue what's going on, you know, and, and this is something where I see why not get a jump start on this now? Why not start learning the information now as a high schooler? So when you get yeah. to college and all these deals start coming or, um, you know, there's opportunities all over the place, you're locked in on who you are, what's important to you, and, and, and you have a strong brand. Like, I think that's such a huge leg up because there's just so many dangers in this world that you know, good people with good hearts don't realize that are out there until something happens. You know, people, I think a lot of times go into college thinking that everybody has their best intentions in mind. <laughs> it's just not that way. You know no. what I mean? And, and people no. look for opportunities to take right. advantage. And, um, you know, and, and it's sad, but it's the truth. You know, there's great people out there that give you lots of support, but there's also people that, you know, can harm you. And, um, just giving them the knowledge to help navigate that and 
um, get an early jump on it in high school, you know, as that young mind is forming, I think, you know, that's a huge opportunity. I think a lot of parents see a lot of value in that as well, especially, you know, a lot of parents work and they grind and, you know, they do as much as they can for their kid, but they, they don't have all the information. You know, I run into it all the time. I have parents come up to me all the time saying, Hey, can you, can you teach me about recruiting? Like my son's getting offered. We don't know which camps to take them to. We don't know which schools to take them to, you know, this is a whole nother aspect, the branding side of things that now is very important because you can, you know, you can make something of yourself. And a lot of these kids also in college, they may never make it pro, but they're celebrities. I know I can show you plenty of players that <laughs> yeah. people will remember, will remember them forever, not because they had anything to do with their NFL or NBA or based MLB career, purely based off what they did in college, you know? So um, it's just all about maximizing the opportunity and helping these kids realize that, hey, you know, whether you're a college basketball player and you're a stud, you may have one year in college. If you get hurt, and redshirted in football, you might spend six years there. But while you're there in college, make the most, make the of, most of it. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And yeah, like Mo and Mel, we do believe that there needs to be some more feminine energy. We are absolutely advocates of feminine <laughs> athletes, by the way. Like that yes. is a, a niche we absolutely are leaning into. And we want to be, we just think it's so, It's female athletes have been so overlooked. Um, and they work really, really hard. So, um, you know, that's that's definitely a space that we want to exist in. And um, we just believe that like this combo between Isaac and I, and we've got another co-founder, um, Jay, who's doing all the money moves, you know, behind the scenes <laughs> while we're doing this stuff. Um, uh, we just believe that there's just such a balance in that and that there's not very many um, examples of that. And it, that's like part of the reason too, we wanted to come on and chat with you guys. Cause we're just like, man, this is so cool. Like we need to talk to women that have bulls, you know, uh, full size. <laughs> like I see your massive bulls, right? Like, um, <laughs> we need to talk to women that are like that, that are bringing that to the space. Um, and so, yeah, we're just, we're well, just and a lot of a lot of these women have kids or single mothers, and they don't know the ins and outs. I mean, some of these athletes we see now, granted, our fathers played in the league or uncles played in the league, so they have some kind of idea of how it was back then or what's happening now. But some of these young moms, or you know, whatever their age may be, that are single, maybe don't have the the male support that that, that has been a professional athlete, and they're trying to figure yeah. this all out themselves. That's what's tough, and that's when you mm -hmm. see sometimes how these kids are making bad choices, or or maybe not bad choices, but a yeah. lesser choice because they're trying to make that money to go take care of the family, to do this and do that, and not realizing what that all might entail on the back end. Yeah, that's um, a really good point. Yeah. And then I think it's great for the women's aspect, too, because, of course, me and Mo, we love the WNBA. We love covering our aces here in Las Vegas. And I think one of the biggest issues for us is that these ladies play here all summer and then they have to go out to Europe or wherever else out, out of the country internationally to play for the rest of the year just to make money to keep themselves going. Now, had they maybe had NILs in college and they could have been making more of their brand or making more of, of the terms or the deals they could have kept them going during the off seasons here if they made it to the WNBA as well. So or allow the opportunities really for them to even do so, not having just the agents go to the college, uh, the collegiate athletes of the males and not the women, you know? Yeah. All yeah. of that. Yeah. Like it's they really just need that space and they never had that. 
Yeah. And it's really interesting, actually, because a really great example of this is like a Michael Phelps, like Michael Phelps literally dropped out of school because he became an Olympic swimmer. Like he had that opportunity. And of course, that's what he's going to do, because that's longer than college. Right. So like it. So he drops out. But now and especially because we know that there are so many incredible female Olympians, there is an opportunity to still get an education and pursue being an Olympian. With, NI, with the NIL changes. I mean, obviously we don't know everything. It's still a little uncharted um, territory and compliance is gonna kinda you know, um, sum that up for us like early this year. However, there is that opportunity now. And like, when I think of that example, cause I'm like, I was a dancer. So I'm like, go sports. But like, I love sports and I watched them because of Isaac and we had an uncle that was in the NFL. But like, it that, that is an incredible example. Like anyone can wrap their mind around that athlete or not, right? Like Michael Phelps could have pursued both education, sponsorship, being an Olympic swimmer, all of it in one, had the NIL been, you know, um, tried and true during his mm -hmm. time, you know? So yeah. It's really and there's even some local ones that me and Mo will get to a, a story that's come out later, but there's, but there were girls here in Las Vegas, young ladies that, had talent in, in, in basketball, but because they couldn't make any money while they were in college, they chose to leave school and pursue their other entertainment kind of um, and money goals. And that's, you know, what the option they took because they couldn't do both. Had they had, had this been the case maybe a couple of years ago, they could have been succeeding in both and been on their way into a professional career as well. So, yeah. And that's um, the thing, it's real life, right? Like not everybody's the, the top 1%, you know, even if you are at a power five school, like there's only a certain amount of people that, that go and do it and make it and make real money, you know, and yeah. the rest of us, the, or the, you know, the rest of the, the population in that, in that pool is, you know, has to, has to figure out what they're going to do next, you know, and whether it's a big monetary deal or we're just teaching you how to sell yourself in an interview to a company based off your purpose statement and that company's mission statement, and you think you'd like to work with them. I mean, if we can help somebody do that, you know, our job's, our job's done. So, you know, it's, it's just a, there's a lot of opportunity to help a lot of people in this space. And, um, you know, from women to, to men and every varsity sport that there is in college. So, um, it's definitely exciting. This whole NIL world is crazy. There's a lot of young kids making a lot of money and, uh, you know, it's exciting and it's only, it's, it's here to stay. That's the other thing. It's here to stay and it's only going to continue to get bigger as these deals evolve and, you know, more, you know, incredible contents created, you know, for some of these local businesses and, um, some of these national brands that, you know, see these kids as superstars and that's what they are. So, um, you know, it's, we're excited to be a part of it and we're excited to be, you know, a company that's making a positive impact in this space as well. well I'm, I'm excited for you guys. So much. Yeah, I think it's great. I'm so excited for both of you guys on this endeavor because it's necessary and you have both of you guys are sharing your backgrounds and have the expertise to uh, pull this off without a hitch. I, I, I just feel it because I'm going to start following you guys because I'm even interested, Allie. <laughs> And branding myself personally for business things, but we'll yeah. talk. We we'll will talk. talk, girl. We will I, talk. I checked out your other Instagram on that and yeah. I was like, okay, yeah. let's see what we I can mean, do, you know? We've just, 
it, you know, we've done it. Like some of our brands that we've done this for is like a Tony Robbins or a Nordstrom sales team, right? Or Jameson Sotheby's or any like an Isogenics, like anyone that any any natural kind of industry that's got like some kind of comp structure, right? Where you have to be a personal brand, like you're forced into being a personal brand and um, kind of making it on your own a little bit, but with, you know, the help of an internal marketing team, right? Or a corporate marketing team. But, you know, we believe, I believe, that, like I said, every single human being walking on this planet are personal brands. Um, and they have an incredible opportunity to be in their own lane, run their own race with their unique, you know, skill set and passions that they ultimately can transfer into, um, you know, a monetized, uh, you know, something, product, service, whatever it is, right? Um, and so we, yeah, we've done it and it, and we've built the agency all referral because I think it just exudes off of us that that is the core is purpose. And it's that, that's the same thing we're bringing into Athlo is just that it's the passion around just really rooting yourself in purpose and your personal brand and understanding it like the way you do a playbook, you know? Yeah. So. And that's so funny because well, I work for Nordstrom. Really? So that's why, yes, that's why I was like, what? that's the whole, whole reason I was saying, okay, I got to follow this girl. Because I saw this little her. light bulb kind of go off. I was like, uh, she was saying that. So I was like, that was totally what I was trying to get at with my job. I love that. Yes. Cool. Well, I think it's also, we're in that time now where it's like, not that everybody doesn't want to work a nine to five, but I think everybody, even, you know, beforehand, people were trying to find other ways to make money on the side or to do other things while in, in their career and to do other and to do a, and to make other money and make other um, choices. So it's just nice that there's now you're kind of helping direct people to kind of understand that. Because I know for me and people probably my age, too, are probably like, well, I mean, this this wasn't us. Like that's the next generation after us. Cause they all get it. Yeah. Not, you know, after a certain age, you know, all these young kids, you know, they're, they're TikToking and making thousands and millions of dollars over just videos they're dancing to. And you're just like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, here's what it goes back to though. Like, cause that's such a great point. Valley is like, if TikTok went away tomorrow, who would you be? If your sport right. went away tomorrow, who would you be? If Nordstrom got set right. on fire, who would you be? And that is, that's the thing is we all are so, we put so much of our worth in our title or our paycheck. And the yeah. moment that disappears, we lose our shit. Can I say that? Yeah. Yeah, know. you can. No, no it's, it's totally. And that is, that's the part. Like, how do you actually, that's the whole purpose of this product. Like, so I love that you rounded that out because it's, that's exactly what it is. It's like, when you are aligned in purpose, it, you're, it's beyond a nine to five. It's your heartbeat. You don't turn off your heartbeat. You know what I mean? Yeah. At night, it's it's yeah. the thing that keeps you up at night and wakes you up in the morning. And that is more than a paycheck. We believe that when you're aligned in purpose, though, you can surpass any of your best performances, right? Like we believe, we truly believe that. And I've seen it. Like I've witnessed people transform their entire lives, quit their two, you know, two nine to five jobs that they're working essentially at one time to pursue their passion now that they're aligned in purpose, you know? And mm -hmm. so it's, it's such a powerful thing. And I think purpose, the word gets tossed around so much. Um, and it's been a little diluted, but it goes back to, yes, like, who are you? Are you're a TikToker, but you're, you're more than that. Like, yes, you can achieve, you know, 20, you know, million views on a video, but you're more than that. If it goes away, who are you? 
You know, well, and I think a lot of people found that out too during the pandemic that they lost jobs, they lost places. The day Instagram was down, yeah. we're losing yeah. mind. You know, for the whole three yeah. hours or whatever, like people went crazy. I mean, you know, I, you know, post I had to do, it was queued up. Like, oh my gosh, just brand new pull out sponsorship now because I had a sponsor, you know? So it's like, yeah, just, yeah, it's, it's you, then you just are always, when you're aligned in purpose, you're always thinking about just the next thing that you can do that just adds value to the communities and the people and the place that you just exist outside of the paycheck, you know? Yeah. And naturally what comes from that is fulfillment. And then naturally what comes from fulfillment is abundance. Scarcity fades away. And before you know it, your bank account's at a place that you never could have manifested it to be at. You know what I mean? Because you didn't even know that that was possible. You were only living in the restriction of the paycheck, you know? So. I feel like I need to have Allie in my ear 24-7, like as an inspirational, <laughs> like, a, you know, your meditation, you know, the soundtrack that you go to when you're having, like, a sit-down, like, that would be her, like, okay, just click on Allie, uh, what did she tell me today? Like, well, Mal, it, I mean, really, you can buy the course, and so you can yeah. just listen to that. <laughs> Which leads me to my next question would be for, how do people, if they're watching this, if they see it later on, if someone shared it with a friend because of their kid that's, you know, going to be in school or playing in college soon, how can they get in Involved, how can they get, um, how can they try to um, get into or, or, or work with you guys with the Athlo Agency? Yeah, so we've got a website up. You can subscribe. We absolutely like, we, um, we treat our subscriber list like royalty. So um, we, you know, we just, we will stay in communication with you. If there's something specifically that you need, you can drop us a message through our website. Um, you can drop Isaac a personal message through a uh, direct message through Instagram. You can drop me one. You can drop J one. You can drop Athlo one. Um, you can follow us Athlo agency um, at Athlo agency on Instagram. Um, and then the product is launching uh, like early spring. So um, like mid March, right. Uh, kind of right in time for just kind of the, the spark of, of the different seasons, right. Um, kicking off. So um yeah, but aside from that, like just keep keep up with us on on social, follow us on social um, to stay connected. And um, yeah, like we will have free webinars. We will be pumping out content that it has extreme ad value. We believe in giving a lot of this course away for free, um, truly, because we we believe in it. We believe in the product. We believe in the IP. We believe people need to hear what it is that we were saying in this course. Um, so you will get a lot of that uh, dropping like early February. It's our Valentine's Day gift to, oh, to all nice. Very nice. Happy yes, Valentine's you've Day. Already, you've already got some people here that are ready to, to, to subscribe right. and uh, get in with it yeah. because you've sold them already on just the content itself. So yeah. um, we appreciate that. So I guess what is it? What is the athlete? What is this going to look like then? It's going to be some free webinars. It's going to be, I guess, the book or the uh, online kind of tutorial. What is it going to encompass for people that are, are working with you? So think about it just like a master course, three hours, right? You've got four modules in each module. You've got sub modules. You have takeaways for each module. So literally like a lesson plan, right? Um, but more exciting than that because Isaac and I are, are pretty fun. So, um, <laughs> so you get to watch an intro video in every module and every sub module, right? And then you'll have resources in there. You'll have um, your actual worksheets in there. And then again, your takeaway um, for each module. So 
um, you really do. You get to walk away with a custom, you know, uh, purpose statement. You walk away with like a business blueprint, ultimately, that um, aligns you in the passions that you're able to monetize. Um, you walk away with a lot of clarity around who you should um you know, ideally uh, partner with, right? From a brand business perspective, um, you will walk away with a customized brand filter for all decision-making around any brand decision um, and a digital resume format. Um, so there's a lot of really, really juicy takeaways in the product. Um, the agency specifically, again, is not going to offer one-on-one -on -one, like the way that we do, you know, as a creative agency. Um, potentially down the line, but the way that it's originally going to, or the way what we're originally going to kick off is that um, pilot product, that three hour course. Um, it will exist within a product suite. So when you purchase it, you um, will, uh, you'll get your unique login, your password. You can take the course as you desire. Like you can sit and take one module at a time, right? Or one sub module at a time. Um, and then, you know, ultimately we just want it to be accessible. So the price point is, is really low. Um, Isaac said that it was really important for it to be about the same price as, uh, a nice, you know, pair of shoes. Um, so I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Pair of sneakers. Yeah. You know, that way you could get away with one drop for a second and, you know, go on with, you know, Cause we know an athlete is going to, you know, a college athlete is going to buy that or, or their parent yeah, is going to purchase for it sure. for them. Right. Um, and we just want to make it accessible. However, we are also advocates of athletic departments and agencies. Like we are not competitors in this space. Like we are not a marketplace. Um, we are not the end game. We are kind of the starting point, the direction, um, right? Like the guiding light in this kind of NIL space that feels like what the heck, like is where's my roadmap, you know? Like we're kind of that navigational system to really come alongside athletic departments and limit the liability, right? In mm -hmm. all of this. Um, and I love, cause Isaac, you know, that's one of Isaac's call outs and I think it's, it's great. And then obviously to really advocate um, for agencies in really aligning their athletes that they represent it with the best deals that probably are more worth more money than just a $700 one-off Instagram story. Right. Sure. Um, so that is really the goal, but first and foremost, being an advocate of the athlete. So that product specifically, that pilot product, um, the webinars will be ran through like, like the free webinars, the 60, minute webinars will be ran through like a marketplace um, or an agency. Um, and a lot of times you'll see that cross pr promotion on our um, on our Instagram page. We've got uh, a couple of those queued up um, over the next couple of months. So nice. yeah, that's some exciting stuff to come. And Isaac was also really adamant on merch. So there's going to be some merch that will drop too soon. You got to have merch. You got to have merch. You got to have a swag bag. You got to have a swag bag. You do. You do. I mean, you got to have the hoodies. You got to have all Yes, absolutely. That's part of the branding. You got to. The merch is key. Isaac's like, we got to have a good hat. You know, when we were creating the logo, that was like top of mind, you know, and our other co-founder was like, I don't care what the logo, you know, and we're like, right. <laughs> gotta look good on a sweatshirt. Gotta look good in a hat. Right. Gotta right. look good on something. Yeah, you guys absolutely. We'll get you guys sweatshirts. We need to get you guys sweatshirts. So you'll also see merch drop too. Um, nice. And then, Thank yeah, you. This, this product will, we'll, we will tee up a, we will make sure you guys are the first to know too. So you can, you can blast it out to yours. Please, we'd love to share. Yeah. Um, and we'll get you like a fun promo code to just, you know, 
get people excited, but um, yeah. we will open a wait list here very soon. So in the next like four to like five-ish weeks, um, we will open up a wait list. There will be a limited amount of spots for you to claim at that like price point, right? That that promo price that the tier like, one, tier two first, type the, thing. Yeah, you know? yeah, like the 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 first time you know or uh, founding member, right? Like price, right. and then um, yeah, and then from there you'll just hopefully see us on, on other platforms and just really spreading this word and, um, you know, That's just great. strengthening our brand voice. And yeah. I know personally, I'll be sharing it with mo a lot of my friends have kids now that are graduating high school or moving on into college or have been there for maybe a year. And it's kind of like, this is something that they may need. Um, maybe because the parent doesn't really know necessarily, or maybe the school isn't you know, here's the deal about NILs too, is that it also depends on your market and kind of what school you're going to per se, because not mm -hmm. every school is going to get the same amount of, of eyes on them for the names or the players or the, or the athletes. So yeah. being able to, even if you're in a small school, you could possibly still be able to make, uh, find your purpose and be able to use that to brand yourself um, in a small market and still be that's able right. to get some kind of financial backing. So that's yeah. great. Absolutely. There's that's all awesome. kinds of cool NIL companies out there as well. Like, um, one of my teammates up in Green Bay, he's got a company called Connect NIL, and their main focus is all on, um, he's from Utah, he went to BYU, but he his focus is on local businesses, and what they do is they'll drop a gig, so whoever's on his network, um, a business will drop a gig, and an athlete can apply, and then the business gets to pick which athlete that they want to use for their Very gig. Clever. And it's all local businesses. So they're expanding their business as well. That's great. Um, trying to get to other states, trying to really tap into the local market. So as this continues to grow and get bigger, there's going to be a lot of opportunities, you know, all the way from, you know, D3 all the way to the D1 Power 5 level. So, right. um, nice. you know, it's, like I said, it's going into its second year of it and it's only going to continue to grow and it's here to stay. So there's a lot of opportunity. Nice. I love it. it. I love it. Well, we'll make sure to keep, uh, put your guys' website and um, handles in our bio uh, when we post the podcast so people can find you guys as well. Um, but Isaac, before we let you go, of course, we know you're yeah. a Georgia football alum. And just the timing, we know we've been talking back and forth for like a month now. And just so happened today was the day we were going to do our podcast, which somehow coincidentally was two days after Georgia football takes down Alabama and this is your squad. I mean, this is your alma mater. Like, what are you feeling? How is it? It's been so long. Give us your take on the, on the championship game. Wow. Well, first of all, great performance by the fellas. Um, it was kind of a slow start, but that's kind of what you expect out of an SEC game. Good defense, good coaching, physical. I mean, guys are flying around like, and it was noticeable on both sides. Um, but I just love the way they played. They played hard for four quarters. Yeah, there was a couple scenarios where, you know, you took a step back and, um, you know, you wanted to lose hope for a little bit as a fan. You know, it's different sitting on the fan side of things now versus playing. But right. I see football in a completely different view than a lot of other people because I see it situationally. I see it as, you know, I see halftime swings and momentum swings and different situations. But I thought they handled it great. They closed the game out um, in a great fashion with uh, Keely Ringo getting a big pick to end the game. Um, and unfortunately, when I was at Georgia, we made it to a national championship, which was a crazy ride in itself. But we lost on a second 26 overtime kind of 
miracle blown coverage. I don't know. It was frustrating. <laughs> brutal. It was a but brutal game this, to watch. This win, um, you know, was huge because the guys deserve it. I played with a lot of those guys that actually got a championship. Um, they're former teammates of mine, as well as a lot of new guys that you know I don't know, obviously. But um, just being a part part of it and being a part of the teams that almost did it, and being a part of the teams that tried to set the standard and tried to set the culture for how Georgia football needs to look and how to keep Georgia football in prominence. Um, that win was for a lot of people, and that win was for a lot of hard work that was put in, and Georgia fan base is going nuts. Um, the scene in Athens the other night was absurd. I can only imagine. I don't think anyone slept in Athens yet, probably. Yeah. <laughs> and this Saturday we got the parade, um, which I'll be in attendance for. I wouldn't miss that for the world. Nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, just being a former Georgia player, um, you know, the feeling is pretty mutual for everybody. This was huge for the state of Georgia. There's kind of generally a, a known curse in Georgia which uh, Atlanta United, the soccer team, actually broke for, for us to be able to get a championship. So we got the Braves this year. We got the Dogs this year. So things are Man. looking up in, in Georgia sports. But, yeah, super awesome to be a part of, super proud of the guys. Um, and that's something that, you know, will live on forever. So I'm proud of them. That's amazing. Have a blast at the parade. I mean, I can only imagine how amazing. And not to mention, let's just all say the elephant in the room here. You got to beat Bama. Okay, who doesn't want to beat Bama? <laughs> well, listen, <laughs> we've been hearing it for too long. You know, we're this is our place now. You know, we got the crown. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You guys, we've kept you on long enough. We've had such a great discussion. I mean, so many people have chimed in here, but I know um, the last person here had just mentioned, thank you guys so much for the great discussion on NILs. You opened up our eyes. You opened up our listeners' eyes. And I'm sure as the show gets put on other avenues, we'll get more feedback as to how it's going. But we appreciate you both. Um, I'll definitely put up your guys' hat. Um, uh, Instagrams and Twitters, but if you want to just say those now for the audio podcast, that way people can get those and um, they can follow you to, to follow along with your journey. Yeah. So it's at Athlo. So A-T-H-L-O-A-G-N-C-Y. I'm like the worst seller on planet. Okay. <laughs> like, so it's like Athlo agency Athlo put agency. all together. Athlo agency all together, but obviously agency is a little bit different. Drop the E, mm -hmm. right? So um, uh, but yeah, so those are the handles for both Twitter and Instagram. All of our platforms are pretty much that across the board. And then our website is, is just that www.athloagency.com. So, awesome. um, and it's a coming soon, uh, website. So just drop your name. It's super simple, easy. Drop your name in, in the subscriber, uh, forum in there and, um, reach out with any questions to any of us for yeah. sure. My my personal Instagram is just at Isaac Nauta, I-S-A-A-C-N-A-U-T-A. -A -A um, feel free to hit my DMs with, with any questions as well. I mean, um, I try to get back to as many people as possible on that. Um, DMs are, are pretty flooded with all kinds of crazy stuff, especially coming off this Georgia. This Georgia I bet. Yeah, I like, don't know I if bet. I like this endeavor because I had a lot of DMs today about, like, you didn't tell me how cute your brother was. And I'm like, ah, I'm <laughs> nice platform are we on Allie's platform? <laughs> Screenshots. It was a little difficult to keep up with. I'm like, man, people must really like me because my 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 DMs are popping off. I'm 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 scrolling through them. Everyone's like, 
wow, your brother's beard is so great. Like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> like oh no, here we go. So he's and it star. stars and it stars. Yeah, and it stars. Well, he's a tight end with a beard. Uh, like, uh, also, for our listeners, saying that they're. It goes. <laughs> it goes. I don't know if you guys are there in Georgia. It sounds like there could be um, snow for the parade on Saturday. Potentially. It's supposed to be 60 degrees tomorrow. So I'm going to go play a little golf. Nice, nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys, we really appreciate you coming on. It's been, like I said, it's been a learning experience for me and Mo. We definitely will be in touch. Um, we can't wait to see more from you and, and possibly learn some more stuff ourselves. So uh, take care. Go Georgia Bulldogs, even though I'm a Husky. Um, but we have a similar tie. Jacob Beeson, I know, was your quarterback back then. That was my roommate. He's in Washington. And he went back to UW yeah. and was with my Huskies and also came back to my Seahawks. So, you know, there's a little tie there, too. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> we wish you guys all the best. Have an amazing time at the parade. And thank you guys so much for joining us. Oh, thank you for thank having me. All right. Thank you. Man, good stuff. Great stuff. stuff. Great stuff. (sighs) Well, we went, you know, a little over, but that's so we need to make this quick because your team is losing right now. And I have money (gasps) riding on your team. And I feel like you need to watch your team. I feel like you need to watch your team to get this momentum going. What the heck is going on? What's the um it's on a commercial break because I have the TV running with it, but um let me check. Thanks to everybody that was listening and and chiming in. Sorry, we didn't want to like break up uh, the organic flow of stuff with you know no it was great comments, it was a great conversation i mean it was amazing. they had a it lot was... of knowledge i mean the nets are up by six but you know you guys okay. get that second and there's second no harden and it, it's still the no there is harden right? everybody's here Kyrie. Is oh here i thought harden the was, they said that harden wasn't playing well harden playing honey he wasn't gonna miss this you got the number one seed of you guys against the number two you know how that goes they always do that to mess you, you up had to break out books. some other Break out some other Bulls gear I haven't worn yet. I saw. It's cute. I like it. Thanks. 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 Um, So, yeah. Again, thank you uh, to Allie and Isaac for um, joining us. I can't wait to, you know, we'll definitely be posting them. So, we post the show later on. We'll have their links. And... um, what a what a dope a uh, sibling kind of combo with them though. Yeah, like, right. Kind of a sibling, sibling I kind of felt her. I kind of felt her when she was talking about how people were hitting her DMs about her brother. Because whenever oh, I post sure. my brother, they're always I'm like, sure. "Wait, your brother's fine." And I'm like, "I'm sure." He's got that beard, and he's a tight end position. Like he plays the tight ends, the tight ends. So he's tall too, you know. He's tall. They they always look a handsome guy. So you know, I I get it. I totally get. They got a great. They got a great idea. A great business. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. Well, let's get into some hot topics because make it quick. Because I'm trying to see this game, honey, and we all know the hot topics that's going on. Yeah, we gotta go. We got an hour, ten minutes. Let's go. Chop it up. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. That's all we got. We've got to spin. Hour. So, of course, we know Kodak Black um, had a little fun at the Florida Panthers game yesterday. A little fun. That? I don't a know what that fun. was. I, I didn't want to even watch that. He was that. getting like a little twerk lap dance. It looked like he was getting the... a twerk lesson or he's actually in the lesson. I don't know. But that was crazy <laughs> as heck. And the fact that somebody <laughs> panned that they had one job to do and did not hit Zoom on their camera or they couldn't Zoom close enough for us to make it. How are you? And how are you? Because I couldn't even zoom in on the thing. I couldn't even (laughs) zoom in on the Twitter to see exactly what was going on. So I'm going to take it as 
He had a dancer in his booth during the game. She was twerking on him. That's that's yeah. That's all well, apparently say. the girlfriend he thought he had or she thought he had is no longer now too. Oh yeah, because she saw it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Another thing, of course, um, previous guest Dylan Gonzalez. She had mentioned a tweet earlier before New Year's in regards to her being sexually assaulted and raped uh, by by Trey Songs. She's hired an attorney. Um, our thoughts and prayers go out to her and to all women that have dealt with any kind of abuse and especially this. And like you've told me a thousand times, you know, um, Kiki had mentioned it how long ago? Kiki Palmer mentioned this many moons ago. Yeah, and you know we. Don't uh, take a look at the signs, but the signs are there. There's other stories with this guy. You know, he's not making any music, but all the stories relevant to Trey Songz have been these allegations and then some and more stories. And it's not just it. a couple. It's like a handful. No, it's quite a few. And you got to listen to these stories so many times to know that it has to be true. There's got to be some yeah. truth to this. And I can only imagine the trauma that she's going to, because the thing with women is they're like, well, why don't you report it immediately? Well, people try to suppress what happened. They're trying to rationalize what happened. But when you see a person in mainstream media or anything or any act or any song or any voice of vocal or hearing anything of them, it triggers something in them. It triggers them to the point where their trauma is now exposed and they have to do something about it. And that's exactly what she's trying to do. The funny thing about the whole thing, and it's not funny, I'm just saying the coincidental thing is right. we put this message out and you want your privacy respected and we have to abide by that some people were commenting like well you put it out there so there's no more privacy you got to come full blown with this well no, she has no. to do it in her own time you know she's open and the she's can, just giving the heads up like here heads up but this is what it is you know and of course his camp has denied any of these allegations and they're probably looking into some sort of probably it'll be a settlement of some sort i don't know but I just hope that it gets some kind of awareness. I hope she's able to be comfortable enough to tell her story to sure. maybe us or someone else in the meeting when she's ready, but uh, we're here for her. So, yeah. And that girl's, I mean, both her and her sister are both driven women. I'm sure that they were, you know, she was trying to continue on with her life to be successful and do all these things. She's like, How so can you when you always have those inner demons and when they exactly. come out, they come out. And I mean, it's just a reminder. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we hope she does well. Now it's 51 um, to 45. Good Lord. Okay, it's six points. You don't Come think, on. I mean, did we not know DeMar DeRozan can shoot jumpers and win games two, two nights in a row? Are you guys a half, second half team or first half team? It's like a second half. I think, I think it's steady throughout, but I mean, obviously second half is good too. They've been down been by like 13, 14 points before. And then come back. And what's been going on is a lot of the fouls have been called on them for Brooklyn. They've been going to the line a lot and I don't understand mm. it. I don't know. It's not fair. So we've got Wild Card Week, and I know Kinte's in the chat. He wanted to talk about, um, of course, the Raiders making it. Yes. They are most Raiders, not my of Raiders, course. but we were definitely cheering for them. So they play Saturday, 1.30 p.m. our time here in Las Vegas. The first game um, out the gate. First game out the gate in Cincinnati. Yeah. Mo actually was at the game. So I wanted to show, this is one of the pictures um, you had gave me. This was beautiful. Kind of talk about that. Yeah, that was just a tribute to John Madden. Madden's family was actually there to light the owl torch, the ceremonial torch before game time. And it was requested that everyone in the stands, which was a, a it was probably 95% Raider fans. We were pretty much blacked out. Everybody showed up and showed out. Not that there's many Charger fans out there anyway to begin with since the move, but we were there and we represented yeah. it. And we took our light phones out and raised them high. While there were stories being told of Madden and coincidentally, this is the same night that the Raiders won their first Super Bowl with under coach Madden. Wow. Coincidentally. So again, and then they have the sign there. That. 
And then they had the whole wall placard that we could sign. So I signed, oh. uh, my brother signed. Uh, shout out to Miles from Black and Sports, who works for the Raiders. He was actually outside. We got to see him oh, handing me my pen so I could sign <laughs> nice. it right on the wall. Nice. So that was nice. nice. Thank you, Miles. Um, but yeah, it. it was just one of those experiences that you had to be there. And as a Raider fan, I kind of felt like, oh, I shouldn't go. I feel like I'm cursed. I'm 0-3. But, but now you I, know it's not you. I know it's not me. And what I did was I strategized. I put on my Oakland Raiders stuff. My dad put on his Oakland Raiders stuff. Because Oakland Raiders was the last time we won, went to the playoffs. Okay. So I said, we're okay. going to Oakland stuff tonight. And we got to see a lot of memorabilia of people wearing the Oakland Raider player jerseys. We saw the Seabass jersey. We saw, nice. you know, uh, uh, older Amari Cooper jersey. Like, we saw all of that just oh. to remember who we were at that time. And, and I think we they, you guys needed that. I think oh, that yeah, was we needed. needed that. We needed that. And here. Vegas yes, showed out. Vegas showed out there, too. They did. But, it wasn't you know, one of those... It didn't seem as, you know, filled up with other team fans. It seemed like there was a lot well, of Well, first of all, they're not a lot of Charger fans to begin with, let's be clear. Secondly, if Raider fans were going to show Sorry, up Heather. anyway. <laughs> well, I mean, she's one of two that I know. So, I know. therefore, I know. that's what it is, um, yeah. sadly. But the fact that we showed up and showed out um, was great. I think we were a little too quiet, and I think it's because we were just on pins and needles. You know, we're always quiet on offense, but we need to be louder on defense. And when defense was breaking down – we got we got broken down too, and we weren't loud enough for those guys to step it up. But it was one of those games where typical Charger fashion, they dropped the ball. Right. Why would you call a timeout at the end? <laughs> like last that was so that's weird. That's what cost y'all, so honestly. Weird. You know what I mean? So did you see the picture that um, Max Crosby had posted of his neighbor that had a Steelers blow up doll that said "Thank you, number ninety eight"? It was like his neighbor, I guess, is probably a Steelers fan, was just like, "Thank you for letting us now get into the playoffs." Because of course, yeah. we all know if it was a tie, a tie they wouldn't have gotten in. They would not have gotten. And in, it was so course. close to being a tie too. Like, but we weren't giving no free tickets. We didn't want that. None of us in the stands were wanting that. Someone has to win or go home. Oh, you know, and yeah, it was sure. just but the them. Steelers fans were. They kept uh, they kept zooming in on the two Steelers fans that were in the audience there that were like. And like, I was so mad at the Steelers at that point and mad at the Ravens because they had one job to do. You know, if you had beat the Steelers, we wouldn't be in this situation. <laughs> we would have already been in the playoffs and we could ride easy street with this game. But here mm -hmm. we were. So it was very emotional. Right. It was very tense. And, and that so, overtime killed yes. us. But we made it through. And when he did, I immediately hugged my dad. We were jumping up and down. They popped streamers and Ooh. all kinds of stuff. It was a great celebratory thing. It. And I was just happy I to be it. there. Thank you, Dad, once again for yes. inviting me to go. Shout out to Mr. Three. That's shout dope. out to him for for allowing me to be his. And plus shout out one. to Mo Mo Hawkins of the DC Tweet team. We're gonna chime in with them probably tomorrow. Um, we appreciate you for joining in on us. And, and Josh Jacobs was he actually had the career yardage of the whole season in that game. Yes. that was the most yes. yards he's run that whole season. Yes. So shout out to him. Yeah. So we're gonna uh -oh. see what we do with these Bengals on we Saturday. We got one of these fans in here. Yeah, yeah, good luck to you guys. Let's go Cowboys. I mean, to the Cowboys got the Niners. They definitely got their competition first time. But they don't the win. At, but the Cowboys have a hard time at home. You guys struggle at home. Oh, so for sure. So they're coming to you. I just so want both of them luck. to lose. Like, can we just maybe Jerry's World <laughs> collapse and then there'd be no game that gets canceled? No one gets injured, but the whole game gets canceled. And had, then they, had they been in San Francisco, I would have believed in the Cowboys a little bit more. But now y'all at home, it's dicey because y'all don't do too well at home. I don't know what it is. You know, Kyler Murray owns you guys over in Dallas. It just ain't no question. So you're lucky you're not playing him. <laughs>
know. <laughs> it's too much. Yeah. Um, but my Seahawks, although not making the playoffs, did win. They did yeah. beat Arizona and on the road. The and they did. They beat them. I'm They're happy about up. that. Although here's the deal. We have a bad problem about getting injured in Arizona. We had a Ricardo Lockett who got injured and was no longer able to play um, from an injury in Arizona or no, that was Dallas. Sorry. There was somebody else got injured in Arizona. We also had um, <clears throat> Quandre Diggs who got injured. He had a broken fibula, dislocated ankle. It was bad. Like you could see the thing just went backwards. Wow. Anyways, he had to stay there, have surgery. His bro, Tyler Lockett stayed in Arizona with him. Didn't go back with the team. Um, so unfortunately the two Seahawks that made the pro bowl aren't going to be playing in the pro bowl. Both that stinks. I know. So Quandre Diggs, as well as Bobby Wagner. So I also the two guys I would go see. Can't right. Either. Aren't even playing. So I heard Pete Carroll yeah. said he's staying. He ain't going nowhere. Pete Carroll says he's staying. So he's they staying. say so he where? may have to. He may have to have some other like person with that he discusses decisions with or something. I don't know. So far, they say that he's staying. They say that Russell's staying. So who knows? All right. Know. Good luck with the all of that. Shout out to my fellow twelve, Justin. Thank you yeah. as well as Kendaza, my fellow twelve. I'm very, well. I'm it. very curious about how your <laughs> offseason is going to go. It's going to be interesting, that's for sure. It and is. shout out to the Jets who get the 10th pick in the NFL draft because of our second Jamal Adams pick. Yeah. That we don't get. We don't get mm. that 10th pick this year. We could have the 10th first round pick, but we don't get it. So, anyways, yeah. um, the Colts got knocked out by the Jags. They could have made the playoffs and they lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Isn't that something? Did you not want to make Jag- it? No, and the Jaguars get the number one draft pick too at the end of the season too. They and get then the after one. all that, you get the first draft pick. <laughs> yeah, they get I the mean, number one draft pick too. Listen, mark my words, Jacksonville's going to be placed. They're going to be good. I mean, they're going to get it together. Yeah, great quarterback. They've got some young talent there, and then yeah. with all the draft picks, jeez, jeez, jeez. Yeah, maybe better. <sighs> looking forward. to Arlington, yeah, it. first round draft picks aren't always the best, but guess they I know aren't. Seattle. Seattle can turn one first round draft pick into seven or eight draft picks a total. They 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 be drafting down so often for more picks that it's almost insane. But that's because you guys have Russell have Wilson. It. That's the bargaining chip. Who wants to play with <laughs> Russell Wilson? Right. We shall see. Yeah. Um, there's been a ton of firings in the NFL, Awful. of course. It's ridiculous. Um, Awful. The Giants, the Bears, uh, Minnesota, Vikings, Broncos, Lions. And of course, the Dolphins, Brian Flores, who I don't think had a terrible season. Granted, Miami didn't make the playoffs, but look at Miami. Okay, they won seven coaching. in a row. Chris Breer is the problem. I'm <clears> sorry. <throat> every every coach that got fired from a team, their GM went along with them hand by hand. Why is Chris Greer still there? Chris Greer has gone through six coaches and has terrible. picked terrible options in the draft. And from what I understand, it was rumored that was the nail in the coffin for Brian Flores. They were at it each other. Regarding recruitment, draft picks, the type of level of players he gets, that whole thing. They were butting heads big time. So that was the part of the departure. But Chris Greer should be right there with him. Yeah, he should. He is trash. It is trash. Chris Greer should have been right there with him. Chris Greer, how are you a GM that's gone through six coaches already? Six. That's almost worse than Cleveland. (laughs) You've gone through six doggone coaches. You don't, you don't oh, see yeah. the problem is you. You are the problem. And I don't know what Mr. You know, Ross is thinking Miami, over there, they got a whole why other... is he still in this position? I don't understand. 
I but that's know. okay. Let the Raiders or somebody get uh, Brian Flores. We'll take him. <sighs> yeah. You know? um, shout out He's to Jerome Bettis, who's taking a page out of JR's handbook and going back to school oh, to good, finish it bus. up. Yeah. That's back to up. Notre Dame to finish his last semester. That's what's so, up, Bus. Yeah. I they like had the a bus. picture of him. <laughs> it was, I think, like temperature was zero, and it had him in like one of those big puffy coats, and all you could see was his eyes, and like it's freezing here, but I'm gonna do it. So, congratulations to him getting back, back to school. Um, of course, we have to tap into our new segment of course, the uh, Los Jugadores Locos, because what would it be without a week without someone acting up and doing some? And of course, it has to be with my Seattle Seahawks. So right after the win in Arizona, team flies home. And apparently, Geno Smith decides he wants to get out and get ha- and, and have a few. Um, he got pulled over for a DUI early Monday morning, driving 96 in a 60 mile per hour zone. What? Apparently- and this didn't happen in Vegas? Like Vegas is no, so susceptible happened in DUIs? Seattle. What? Happened in, in Seattle. Ve- it's not Vegas. Where Vegas, they're all going <laughs> to. Exactly. See, it happens everywhere, people. They don't understand. Um, so apparently he got so agitated though, too, that he (laughs) told the officer that he had a little dick syndrome and was telling the officers to go F everyone. He'll F them all up before he could get his blood draw. So he got, he had to get, he had to get restrained at the hospital just to get his blood draw. Oh boy. I mean, you could have just given it to him like that. Okay. All right. That's not Kyrie Irving. Oh, what do you do? Drop a three, 60 to 55. I need you to get on deck with your team. Okay, here. we're gonna. Going I'm gonna half second half is gonna be good. Yeah, uh, we also want to talk about AB. AB showed up and is showing out with his new click. Yeah, he's got <laughs> Wack 100 there and Kanye and even Wyclef Jean in the game. And got game. Like, name that group, right? Listen, no. that group ain't no, bad. Name it. <laughs> <laughs> no, name it. What would you name it? Um, bad attitudes. I don't even know. Does he have a cast on too? Is there a cat? Oh no, that's just his pants. Your uncles. Go get your uncles. I don't know. Smoked out uncles. I don't know. Uncle something. I bet you Snoop probably got Fat Jodeci, Marty says. Fat, Fat Jodeci. <laughs> they don't even have the talent of Jodeci to sing. And <laughs> Fat Jodeci. Who's who's under? Are they dropping on that one for the ladies? Oh, Lord. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting little collab there. That group. It's ridiculous. Would have never thought. Hilarious. Never Fat thought. Hundreds always with So stay Takashi. tuned for AB's music career as well as um, him kicking it with uh, Kanye and the rest of the of the peeps there. But Wack 100 usually with Takashi. So is there going to be a Takashi, another crazy clown with another crazy oh, clown? God. Like, I'm very curious about how this. Maybe they're going to have like a whole mental health. Maybe like the mental health crew. Although game, I don't feel like is that offbeat. So I'm not sure. Or why? They say. Dudes with toods. <laughs> dudes with toods. Yeah. Uh, get your uncles. Go yeah, get, get your, your uncles. uncles. Yeah. Yeah, they uncle sure. something. Definitely yeah. not Uncle Luke, but they uncle flukes. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm just hurt that, that game's in that. I like game. I, I don't appreciate him being there in that crowd. <laughs> I don't appreciate any of them being in the crowd. It's interesting. So one thing that I found was hilarious because we're talking about basketball. Of course, Clay Thompson's back. He returned on Sunday. Yes, he did. he has 17. new legs. Talk about Clay got new legs. He was dunking left and right. Like he ain't never been hurt in his life. And I guess after being gone for two years, that's just what you do. But, but I he's was still surprised. playing on limited minutes, though. <clears throat> yeah. 
But it was crazy to see him just be leaping up like out of nowhere and, you know, slamming it down. Yeah, drop it 17. That was good. Okay, 6260 at halftime. I'm with yeah, that. Yeah, let's go. That's yeah, they came back. Okay. Yeah. That's so nice to have halftime to wrap this one up. I like this one. BWA bipolar with an attitude. Yes, I like that one. <laughs> Book it. That's bipolars it, Mo. With, bipolars, you. make it plural. There's a few of them on there with that. Bipolars yeah. with attitude. <laughs> so um Clay Thompson's back. Dame Lillard is gonna get um abdomin- uh his abdominal He's killing injury. me on basketball surgery. Too. Oh, I can He's killing imagine. me with it. So he'll be He's out, out four six to six weeks. weeks with that. And I have no IL six spot. Six to eight. Six to eight. Thank you, Mo from Phoenix, <clears> for not putting IL spots. And now I gotta rotate point guards and there's no point guards out there because we're on a 15-man roster with this league and there's nobody else out there that I can grab. Like, uh, thank you. I've got to sit on Dame Lillard because if I drop him, somebody else is going to scoop him up within the six to eight weeks, you know? Still got a lot of basketball <sighs> out there. I don't want to yeah. lose him. That just and, and John Moran is insane. Like, this man has hit in more of his body. He's hit more pieces of his body on the on the backboard than I've seen any other person. I've seen his head hit it, his shoulder, his arm. He almost hit his forehead on the rim the other day when he was dunking. He got up so high. LeBron said he had like um, turbo jets or something in his calf. He's like 22 years old and can't afford to play 37 minutes. He's 22. What I mean, and I need I've LeBron to cut it out. Airing it like this. Because LeBron I is just... jaw jabbing and talking mess to him all the time on the court. Never got any tech calls on it. He was being a bully on the court to John Morant, and that was not nice. And you're jealous old man because this 22-year-old is outrunning you. And that's why we lost. Young Tito is doing it. Now the Titos are doing it. They're young. 22 and 37 minutes running up and down. John Morant is that kid. And it's with the 10 games in a row wins. It's crazy. Like, I I don't, I don't, that's going to be a good game. Warriors Bulls Friday. Yeah. That's a game of week two. On ESPN. I love a good ESPN game because, you know, I don't got the NBA package. Right. That's a good one. That's going to be a really good Um, one. But, yeah, John's that kid. flying like that last season. Yeah. I wonder the thing that I thought was hilarious in NBA news. So Devin Booker was the Suns are playing in Toronto yeah. versus the Raptors. Mind you, Toronto has no fans because of COVID right now. So there's nobody in the arena. Um, but Devin Booker doesn't like the mascot. The Raptors mascot is distracting him from his free throws and basically gets him sent to the corner. So now that after this has happened, here's a picture of what happened. That's where the Raptor had to go during the free yeah. throws. Now that it's happened, both both Devin and the Raptor have changed their profile pictures on Twitter just to continue on with this rivalry they have, which is, I thought it was, it was very LeBron-ish, I felt, that he could sit there and say, um, can you move the the, 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 the mascot? He's distracting me. It's a basketball game just because now he's the only person you see because there's no fans, there's no noise. Like, come on, Devin. I thought you were better than that. They made up. They're fine. <sighs> yeah, I guess. Um, the Vegas Gold Knights, of course, I went and saw the games. We put up some highlights on our Girl Chat Sports page. You can watch the video there. Flurry's return. It was very emotional. I don't think there was many dry eyes in the whole place, including mine. It was really, really sweet, and it was good to see them there. And they won. They took the, they took, we took an L, and they and they they left. So, also the Las Vegas Lights, our soccer team, their schedule came out for 2022. First game is uh, March 13th versus New Mexico. And then they play all the way through until October. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Um, On to some sneakers real quick. Of course, you know, the Crimsons, they come out on the 15th. Um, Mo sent me, is it acronym? Acronym Nike, the Blazer Lows. These are amazing. 
Yeah, I can't wait for those. They haven't done a release date on those, but those are shoes expected to come out this year. Those are just beautiful. I don't know. Those are great. Okay, and they then you've got vibes, but I like them. Yeah, uh, the Jeremy Scott and Adidas. Yeah, yeah. He's actually brought guess. his wings back. That's usually what it does. With of the, course, uh, Adidas. Yeah. At least okay. these wings don't fly out and they're not gold and metallic, yeah. where they kind of fly. At least over they, the shoe. yeah, they work. It's a clean with the look. Shoe. I'll take it. It's yeah. looking a little. Elevated. I think it'd been kind of cool to have black Adidas stripes on this too, but that's you know, I don't know. Yeah, that would be a cool much. look. I think you could you could customize it any way you wanted to. You could probably have somebody yeah. tag them up. That'd probably be a dope fly okay. looking shoe. I might have to look into that. Okay. Um, the Adidas 1050 Yeezys. I, <laughs> I just. I they know. look cozy. They do look comfortable. They're very sweet. I don't know. They almost remind me know. of a 10 combined with some other. It's like if you were going to go jump in puddles and you wanted to make sure you, the sneaker underneath it didn't get messed up, you would slide this over your sneaker to make sure that it was safe. It looks like an orange sherbet to me. <laughs> or a creamsicle. Oh my god. Okay, so the AJ3 Fire Reds Fly. they're bringing these back. Yeah, I like them. So they're bringing them back in fall of 2022. I'm not a big 3 person. I mean, I I, I like 3s, but I'm not a huge 3 person, but of I course I like those though. Of course, they look Michael different Jordan's than most of the other threes. Too. Yeah, I like them <clears throat> cuz they're old school, yeah. They're old school. And then um Nike, the Air Max Penny. Listen, the pennies used to rock. Let me tell you, the pennies were the jam, and the fact they're making Air Maxes and the, the pennies and the Air Maxes, I just back in bas, you know, back in the basketball days in high school, like the pennies, the pennies, the Barclays. Those I things. never thought the pennies were hot. Oh, I man. thought Penny Hardaway was cute, but I never thought the shoes no, were hot. The pennies were nice. Those were, but those are nice. Actually, those course. aren't bad. I would I would actually rock those because I like the back sole to them. If you, they don't have a picture mm-hmm. of the back sole of them, but if you see the back, and they look clean. better, they they look better here than they did back in the early. Oh, it's totally 90s. modernized and elevated. I I totally sure. agree with you it's on definitely. that. I think they look really good. <clears throat> and then of course you got the Drake. What is it? Nocta N O C T A. Yeah, the Nocta. Uh, the Nike Hot Step Air Air Terra. Air Terras. So these the are Terras. now he had these on before, like in a different variation. He stepped out uh-huh. of a limo one time with them and they they're a big bulky dad looking shoe. People were clowning it, but it's yeah, Drake. So, cute. you know, people will buy them. They're they released on January bad, like 27th. So if anybody is I do like the white, a, though, I mean, if you want an all maybe, white sneaker, maybe Coach Carroll wants to upgrade his shoe into this. Yeah, <laughs> maybe Coach Carroll already has some orthopedics <laughs> like that. He walks like he has them at times. Um, also, coming to a Nordstrom's near you, Tom Brady is releasing and relaunching uh, the Brady brand. Yeah, Don't Brady tell brand. Natalie. She's going to buy everything. Yeah, I sent her the link, so hopefully she'll get her hoodie that reads Brady on it. Of course she will. That's hilarious. Yeah, the Brady brand. When does, this, when does this come out? I don't know. It's not going to be all Nordstrom. Nordstrom is just on uh, the buy for it. So it's probably select stores. I'm assuming it'll be the New York store, some of our major okay. flagship retailers. But Can you order online it. or is it just oh, absolutely. If it's released. Oh, okay. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. But he has a website too, so you can shop on that. And he's already okay. got some collections already. He's doing his tier collections, kind of like how a lot of the designers are doing now. So he has one season right. collection, another collection, one, two, and three. Okay. Oh. Mo left, and that's just how it is. I'm surprised she lasted this long. It's been like an hour and 14 minutes. So hopefully she'll click back on. 
Um, I did want to share with everybody, there is a new show coming out on Peacock streaming January 23rd. It's called Earning It. It shows the NFL's forward progress with having women in inclusion in the league, of course, in regards to coaching, refereeing, um, sports management, all those things that start streaming on January 23rd on the Peacock Network. So make sure you tune into that. And a special girl power goes to Rachel Balkovich. She's 34, and she's now going to be the skipper for her very own team. So excited for Rachel. Um, I mean, 34, and she's now the skipper for the the Tampa Tarpons, the Florida's, um, the Yankees, Florida's team for the Yankees uh, baseball system. Isn't that great? Mo's back. Hey, Mo. Hey. I'm glad I lasted that one. <clears throat> yeah. So she was also the first woman to serve as a full-time minor league strength and conditioning coach uh, for the Houston Astros, as well as be a full-time hitting coach in the minors. This girl, I'm sorry, 34 and has already done all this. Like, I'm amazed and I'm so impressed. So, of course, this comes just shortly after the Yankees had their first um, female uh, president. Uh, I think it was president, wasn't she? Or Marlins. The Marlins or Yankees. I can't remember. but Marlins. Girl power all the way. Also, the Las Vegas Aces. Oops. <clears throat> Las Vegas Aces hired a new VP of branding, DeAndre Duggins. So she worked in advertising and branding for the Ravens for uh, six yeah, years. She's a as beast. Well as I mean, let's just say Mark Davis and these Aces are putting together like a strong powerhouse of women. Woo! Which is necessary. Very necessary. Very necessary. I, I love he it. He is not afraid wait. of shattering glass ceilings, and I'm all for it. Heck no. And Heck the fact no. that this chick is, this lady, I shouldn't even say chick, this lady <coughs> is this woman. Uh, one of the best yeah. um, execs 40 under 40. Like, it's amazing. You know what I mean? She's she's a beast. And that's what we need, too, to get that branding out for these yes. ladies. Get these girls out there. Yeah. All right. So after last week's pickums, we are officially tied at 7-7-2. Seven, seven, and two. I won last week four to one, you know, the Reds, the Washington football team, Saints, the Steelers, they all came through for me. So we've literally just got pickums for four, about five games. Let's see how we can pull this one off because right now we're in a dead tie. Of course, we got your Raiders at the Bengals first game off the bat on Saturday. I'm rolling with my Raiders. I know you are. Man, I'm just. Pick who you want. Pick what's realistic I don't know because the Bengals have been doing they've been doing poor too. I don't they're know. They're in their they're in their so they're wait, in their hometown. Mix it mixing is are they all back from the COVID and stuff? I think so. I think everybody's gonna be they're gonna play regardless. I feel like somebody's gonna be no, I'm a double for the I'm a root for the home team. All right. Yeah, appreciate that. You know, I got to. I mean, that's you know, that's what I'm doing. Okay, Patriots at Buffalo. Can the Patriots upset? You know, Buffalo's had an up and down season all year. I know they have. They really have. But <clears throat> New England also <clears throat> lost last week. Um, but I need New England to too. lose. Yeah, because we're tied with our records with them. So I'm gonna go with Buffalo on that, just to see. 
I don't know. I, mm, I'm gonna go with New England. Just see what happens. I think that's one of those. I think that's one of those toss up games for me. Personally. I mean, Belichick is definitely a postseason coach. Like he can definitely bring playoff sure. contention to them. And it so, doesn't matter so. how cold it is in Buffalo because no, because they the can Patriots handle go it. Through it. Yeah, I think it's it. supposed to be like zero degrees there. I think this weekend. I just don't want Buffalo to choke. I just hope it's their time to kind of yeah. step up. We shall see. Um, Philly at Tampa Bay. I don't think there's much of a yeah. Tampa uh, Bay. <clears throat> it's sad that Philly got right into it, and that's their first game. That but, sucks. Hey. I feel bad for them. Yeah, it is. Um, Frisco at Dallas. I'm I would just Niners. prefer just both of... to die. Just <laughs> both of them. Be gone. I'm gonna go with the Niners. <laughs> oh God, wretching. The retching of her voice just said it all, you guys. Like, she literally retched on the mic, and that just tells you indicative did. of how she feels about I'm both gonna, teams. I, it really is. <laughs> I don't want to pick, but I'll pick opposite of you just so that we have something. But I don't, okay. I don't, but hopefully, I your no pick way. will make them lose. Hopefully, your pick I'm, will be a good luck to make them lose. Hopefully, so they both, hopefully, they tie at 0 0. I don't want to see them ever again, even in the NFC thing. <sighs> I don't want to. I want somebody's got to go. All right, go so home. we've got, um, Ben Roethlisberger's final game in Kansas City, Pittsburgh at Kansas City. Did you see his little um, his media where he was like, "Hey, listen, we all know what we're doing here. I think we're like the fourteenth team out of all out of all the teams in here. We're not we're not supposed to win. So hey, let's just enjoy it." Yeah, I don't okay, care at okay, this point. Ravens yeah. had one job to do. I didn't want to see them either, but I don't like the yeah. Chiefs either. So, well, I'm gonna roll with Pittsburgh just because Big Ben. This is finally your last hurrah. You should have been gone like ten seasons ago. I keep telling folks, <laughs> and they agree with me too. Steeler fans are like, "Yeah, you're right." <laughs> They're sick gone. of them too. They're sick of yeah, them too. It's time. All right, so here's the big one. So we finally have a Monday night playoff wild card game, and it's gonna be Arizona. At LA, it's going to be a SoFi. Ooh. Of course, this matchup just took place not too long ago again, but we've got the Cardinals, who just lost to the Seahawks, and the Rams, who just lost to the Niners, going at it for Monday Night Football. Whew, what do you think? Uh, I mean, here's the deal. And not to mention, you've got Cooper Cup, who got the trifecta. He's amazing. Who is, I'm like, have to the pick man. The Rams. I hate the to man. Say it. I gotta pick the Rams too. I don't yeah. think. I mean, I think Kyler has ability to get there. It's like I'm I amazed at how quick his release is and how fast he moves. But for some reason, it's just sometimes the defense is there. Chandler Jones is crazy. He was getting at us like nobody's business on Sunday last game. But I think the Rams are gonna do it. I think that's just their time. It's their home stadium. I hope so. We're getting into the second half of this game. Are we almost done? I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, we're done. <laughs> like in the second half is starting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We're going to get out of here so that I can yes. watch my game and Mo can let me watch my game. This is the game, game of the right? week. Like the Lakers I are know. like lose. I don't know what the Lakers are doing over there in Sacramento. They're playing tonight too, but I don't care about that We're game. Not, I care about this, this game. game. Okay. This is the game. Guys, we Thank are out of so here. We'll be back. In. Thanks Next again Wednesday. to Allie Isaac, yes. all of that good stuff. Yes. You guys be sure to follow them. We will post everything on the information for them. And you guys have a good rest of your week. Football's not dead. Football is not dead. Almost and we gone. out. Bye. <laughs>